0: well hi there guys I'm back it's me Chris and this is an intro before the intro just to really say that uh, hi I hope you've all been well and you probably missed me and the show uh, this is basically I guess you could say the start of season two I took a little hiatus I took some time off because I'm now running a new bar in Bangkok named pin 31. And it's taken up a lot of time because obviously, as you know, starting a new bar does take time. But uh it's going very well, very exciting, and I can't wait to share more. So I just want to give a big shout out to Firstly Podcast Magazine, who featured me on a four page article, uh, which is really amazing, and uh, it was great to talk about the show. And I just want to shout out to my amazing bartenders. So there's four of them, they're all incredible, I love their creativity. So big thanks to Brian. Kate, or Kate, Pick Pick, and also Nett. You guys are awesome. All four of you are great. Thank you. Uh, yeah, enjoy the show, guys, and please subscribe. And that's it, really. Uh, but expect to see a lot more. I've had an amazing lineup of guests coming up on the show. And yeah, follow us on Facebook to see who they are. Ciao, ciao. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you listening. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of On The Back Bar Podcast. Today's guest was uh, Gabriele Manfredi, and most of you know him from his work at The Artisian before he moved to the Nightjar and Oriel sister bars and made waves in the industry for his creativity and inspiring drinks. Oriel Nightjar were in the 50 best uh, for many years and have been known throughout the cocktail world for their visually appealing aesthetics. Now alongside his longtime career friend, Luca, he has Hospitality Gourmet, A cocktail consultancy that works around the world from Hawaii to India, uh, making their incredible drinks. So this episode, guys, uh, unfortunately, we had a few technical issues, um, which I have to say thank you, Gabriele, for sticking with it. Because Zoom failed us and Skype failed us and Zencaster wasn't working. (laughs) But we got there in the end. Uh, So, yeah, technology failed me once again what this means is my voice isn't the best however gabrielli sounds good so that's what we're here today to listen to so yeah excuse for my my audio but that's it really guys um tune in listen And subscribe to me and the show. Follow us on Instagram. Because the more you guys help, the more I can push forward with this show. And uh, at the end of the week, this Friday, I'll be doing my standalone monologue by myself. Which I'll be touching on. Cocktail menu creation. uh, Where I have tips from Gabriele and my previous guests on how to create a cocktail menu. So yeah. Thanks guys. Share the love. And talk to you all soon.
1: Benjamin Franklin once said, "In wine there is wisdom, in beer there is freedom, and in water there's bacteria." No bacteria here. This is on the back bar, hosted by Christopher Manning, an industry expert, author, and bartender who's been in the industry for over a decade on the back bar is your gateway to talking to the people behind the scenes at bars distilleries and vineyards around the world we'll talk to the experts in the industry about future trends people spirits cocktails wine and everything else so kick your feet up pour your favorite drink and hang out on the back bar this is christopher menning
0: so ladies and gentlemen welcome back to on the back bar podcast hosted by me christopher menning and today's guest is gabrielle manfredi and we're so excited to have him here uh he's been a superstar in the industry for a long time heading some incredible bars and now with an exciting project in consultancy so thank you so much for being on the show man how are you Hi,
2: hi, Chris. Thank you very much for having us. Uh, yeah, I'm very well. Good, good. So now it's in the middle of summer here in London, so we, we try to enjoy a bit of sun.
0: Is, is life going back to normal now? Uh,
2: slowly, slowly. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Johnson just confirmed yesterday that uh, some of the bars and the hotels, restaurants, etc., they might, they, they can reopen from the 4th of July. Okay. So, still a couple of weeks to go, but slowly, slowly, yeah, we're getting in, uh, in normal. Hopefully, hopefully.
0: Fingers crossed. Well, I mean, Fingers I don't crossed. think you need too much of an introduction because a lot of people know you, but for those who maybe don't know you so well, could you give us a bit of a crash course into your career history and how you got you are today?
2: Yeah, of course. So I start, uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm Italian myself. And then uh, I basically start to work in the hospitality pretty soon because back in Italy, I did the catering school. So I start to make, let's say, you know, the first tea, coffee and uh, and cappuccinos back in uh, in my hometown. So Milano. Then I I move in in five-star hotels after the school. So I could uh, I basically fall in love with, uh, with, um, with, with the bars in general. So I decided to move uh, in London. It was September 2009. And then uh, here we are. So I start in uh, Artisan Bar at the, at the Langa Motel, where I stay for uh, almost two years. Then I moved uh, in, um, in a little speakeasy in Old Street, which is called Niger, where, uh, where I spent there five years. Then after five years, uh, company decided to open his second venue, which is uh, Orion, where uh, with Luca we spent there around three years. Then you know, after eight years working together, uh, we decided to, to set up um, our own um, company. Uh, which is uh, mainly regarding about uh, cocktail program and consultancy a bit around the world. And, uh, and then, here we go. And then
0: COVID came. So uh, <laughs> let's see what's what's the future. And now we're on the show. Well, I mean, yes. that was definitely a crash course. I'd like to go back to your time at Nightjar and Oriel. Yep. And uh, for those who don't know, they're both fantastic bars. featured in uh, the world's 50 best many times and um the the concepts were amazing i I loved Oreal. every time i went i was just blown away because they're so complex from the aesthetics to the ingredients one question i've always wondered how many items of garnish did you have for all the cocktails on the menu
2: uh, well, um, especially in Niger, uh, uh, Garnish was a big part of, uh, of our uh, signature, uh, let's say. We always believed Garnish as part of the drink and uh, is also something which can relax and enjoy and be enjoyed from, uh, from our guests. So that's the main reason why we start to play with Garnish so so much.
0: Yeah, yes. I mean the, the cocktails are wonderful, and you know where, where did your inspiration come uh, working in those bars? How did you kind of create those sort of concepts? And maybe if you give us an example of some of the drinks you had.
2: Yeah, we always try. Uh, well, inspiration coming from uh, from everything, you know. It can be from um, from a chef dish. It can be from a holiday you spend uh, with someone someone you loved you know we um, inspiration coming day by day from from your work so we always try to play with uh, with our creativity and, uh, and that's it yes okay that's and, how, uh, that was our main yes focus on creativity yes
0: what were some of the the favorite cocktails during your time there and obviously there was a lot but there, is there any yeah. outstanding cocktails you remember that you you really care for well, we
2: we were playing uh, a lot also in uh, back in Oriel, uh Special drinks which I I keep in my heart is is one we were um, we were mixing Oriole where um, where the main ingredients was octopus milk. So basically, we were cooking uh, I octopus in uh, in milk for for around three hours with the spices. And, uh, and herbs. And yes, that was maybe one
0: of my favorite. Yes.
2: Yeah, I do remember so, that so... Ah, you added. Okay. Yeah. Do you like it?
0: <laughs> I did. Yeah, I liked all your drinks. <laughs> okay, thank you. And, um, you know, one of the other things that you're very memorable for doing and still now today, um, the vessels of your drinks, they're all very unique you tend to stay clear of classic glassware and use lots of different types of ceramic and metal as well. Um, How difficult was it to source all these different vessels? Well, well, uh, to be honest with you, it was
2: not even so difficult because we were always being lucky enough to travel quite often. So anytime we were going somewhere, um, um, let's say in the world, from Mexico to China, We were always asking to visit markets and uh, and shops, so it's there where we were finding mainly all our uh, crazy vessel, as uh, as you said. And uh, basically, we were shopping uh, directly from there. So, for giving an example, um, once uh, I know we were going both uh, to tails taste of the cocktail in New Orleans. So we asked some our uh, Mexican friends to, to, to bring us there uh, some vessel. Uh, actually they did it. So for us it was, was simple and easy. Just try to, to connect all our travel with, uh, with our research on, on glassware and markets. Great. So it was, uh, it was okay, yeah.
0: So uh, thinking about this, is your home completely covered in different vessels you've collected around the world? <laughs> um, uh,
2: not me, but Luca has something,
0: yes. Luca yeah.
2: has some little cabinet uh, at home. You know, he's more organized than me, you know? So i was <laughs> saying I will keep them, but not, not much, not many of them.
0: So you and Luca touching on that. You two have worked together for quite a long time now, right? How many years is that?
2: Uh, basically, we start in uh,
0: December 2011, mm. so it's actually nine years, yes. yes. Yeah. And, you, and you've been a bit of a dream team, you two are sort of uh, four leaders in the cocktail scene for a long time, and um, I think a lot of people aspire in the cup to you as well. And um, okay. I guess that, that connection you have has led you to the consultancy today. So tell us yes. about how you both got involved in that, and also the other two uh, partners as well
2: well we we start let's say by no as a joke, but basically in some point we had uh, we had too many requests from uh, from different um, uh, people they could be bar owners or FMB b director um, they were all asking us to to bring a bit of Oriole uh around the world so we start mainly with a big project uh, in India. And right after that, uh, we start a uh, big collaboration with, um, with China, with China. So basically we decide to, to, to keep doing um, um, all this in order to, to open our own uh, venue soon. So that's why that's where we start. Basically
1: Okay. Uh, that is
2: regarding me and Luca. And then um, we have another two guys working with us. One is a chef. Which is actually Carlo Cinali, so is uh, Luca's brother. Um, he decided to come back uh, in London after um, uh, a big experience in, in Germany. So we, we set up with him uh, hospitality gourmet. And then we have Enza, Enza de Luca, which is our uh, little star. Uh, she's actually the, the partner of Luca, the wife. Ah, okay. And uh, she, yes, she always looking after our um, uh, back office um, job, like you know, emails, contacts, and uh, etc.
0: All the fun stuff. And it,
2: it, yes, 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 yes. And she and always uh, she always also worked with us for uh, basically ten years. So she did open uh, Niger and all both. So this,
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So she's got that, yes. that big background too. Fantastic. Yes. Yes, of course. Yes. So, I mean, tell me about some of the things you do at Hospitality Gourmet. And, and clearly from the name, there's a big part of uh, bringing food and drink together, right? So let's explain more about the concept.
2: Yeah, basically the, what we try to do, as I, as, I, as I told you before, is a lot of the concept is just to bring uh, our way to see um, hospitality and bartending uh, in 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 different places,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know. So that's why we we decide to start with that, mainly. And uh, yeah, let's see what's what the future bring us because it's, it's quite tough situation, uh, worthwhile in the moment.
0: Yeah, for sure. So it's yeah,
2: it's, it's not easy, but you know, we we, we keep working hard and, and see.
0: Sure. Um, so, I mean, during this sad year where everything's been tough, for everyone, yes. do you think there's been a good support network in the industry? Has everyone sort of helped each other out?
2: Uh, well, uh, government is, is supporting uh, definitely um, uh, peoples in general but obviously is uh, tough for hospitality uh, think uh, to open uh, business with uh, all these restriction uh, no? because yeah. a lot of bars they still paying rent uh, so it's difficult to to, 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 to survive mm. in, in this situation but yeah hopefully uh, government we will change few few of this restriction yeah. so we will carry on like uh, like before
0: okay so uh, we've, we've heard from the government recently it's going to be hopefully july for for opening again july yeah i think it's the same over here in thailand so okay i know um, you mentioned you had a project in india and a project in china is that your yeah. aim to start in asia and, and other countries around the world yeah, as I said before, we we had also something
2: uh, in, in the other side of the world, so like Argentina or Hawaii. Brilliant. Okay. So,
0: Hawaii. Uh,
2: Hawaii. Yes. Oh wow. We okay. We open our, yeah, we open our um, you know, wine bar with uh, with aperitivo there. Brilliant. So
0: okay. it's yes, 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 yes. So I mean, people can find hospitality gourmet. Uh, there's a Facebook page and a website as well. What are are some of the key USPs, uh, unique selling points of the consultancy?
2: Yeah, well, uh, our best and unique selling point, as I said before, is is definitely creativity. So the hardest part is, uh, let's say sometimes, you know, you work in some environment, like Five Star Hotel, which you cannot go, too crazy in uh, in creativity, so yes. what we try to launch is something we calling uh, classic creativity. So we try to keep it um, uh, as simple as, as as we can, but with our little touch uh, in uh, in glassware ingredients. So keep it simple, but with our extra touch of complexity. Yeah. So that that uh, is, I believe, is our um, best unique selling point.
0: Okay. And uh, yes. I'm looking at some of the cocktails now, and uh, we've got a pandan ice cream. That, that sounds really interesting. We use a lot of pandan over here.
2: Pandan leaves, yes. But
0: some of the cre- creations are not just
2: uh, created by myself and Luca. I mean, it was all the team in you know, Oriole working hard uh, and then coming out with the recipe. So the the only menu which has been created from us, let's say is just the first one. you know because we were creating the menu basically in uh, Lucas living room. <laughs> you know, from, yes but from the day zero, let's say we, all the team it was, it was working hard for the, for the menu ingredients vessel so it's, it's not just something we created like of course. Gabrielle and Luca was, was a teamwork.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, that's a lot of people forget there's so many people behind the scenes as well, right? Including supplies too. So that's good to hear. And then um, you yeah. know, mentioned earlier about you're wanting to maybe open a bar down the line. Is there any other plans for future, uh, what we're gonna do? Mm, mm, we have something.
2: <laughs> we have something which, uh, you know, we always trying to, to, to keep us uh, busy so we never stuck in a, in a single project. So now definitely our main is to open finally finally our venue. Brilliant. It's something which is going to happen uh, this year.
0: Oh, wow, okay. This, this is, this is yes. an exclusive, <laughs> we're finding out now. <laughs> yes, 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 yes.
2: Uh, I can't say much more, but Oh, no. <laughs> But if everything goes, um, goes well, uh, you will um, you know something soon. Soon,
0: yes. Okay, this is very exciting. Can we at least yes, get a hopefully. location?
2: Is it going to be in England? Yeah, it's in London. It's quite central. Okay. Great. Uh, yes. Well, well, we can't wait to hear that. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Touching wood, because yes. you know, un- until we sign, uh, we can't say much, but we we really close now, yes, hopefully.
0: Right. Well, I'm excited for you, man. Hopefully, it works out well. Yes. Thank you very much. No worries. And um, what about the rest of the world? I mean, a lot of my guests they come on, and uh, we usually talk about Asia because I think Asia has changed a lot in the bar world in the last sort of decade. Do you come over this way often? Where? What type of countries do you think are really pushing it forward these days?
2: Well, now. um, I believe all Asian bars in, uh, are, are improving a lot, uh, especially in the last uh, three four years. No, thinking uh, in uh, like city like Singapore, Hong Kong, uh, oh, Taiwan, uh, so are really upcoming in, yeah. uh, in the market. But also South America, also also Latin America is, is growing very fast. So there are beautiful uh, bars in cities like, you know, Mexico City, Mexico, Buenos Aires, uh, uh, Chile also is is really upcoming. Yeah,
0: Um, it's
2: good for our industry It's good. If you think, you know, a few years ago, uh, maybe people were talking only about London and New York, but now you can find, you know, best bar in the world uh, but all really all over around the world or even thinking about Australia no?
0: Yeah, true. Three, four
2: years ago was almost nothing or just only a few bars but now in a city like Sydney Melbourne you can find at least I don't know how many really really good bars also Italy is growing yes. also Italy is growing uh, Roma Milano especially Milano in the last 10 years did a big boom in, uh, in, in cocktail mixing, yeah.
0: It, it does seem the Italian bartenders are taking over the world. <laughs> yeah, because, because we are too many, that's why. Right? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Brilliant. So um, I, I'm interested to find out this actually. I mean, you've made some incredible cocktails, some crazy ingredients, like you said, octopus milk. What do you normally drink though when you go out? Do you like to keep it simple? I like to keep it simple, yes. Uh, Well, as I'm Italian,
2: uh, I would say Negroni is still my favorite. Of course, Uh, (laughs) yeah. I love Martini cocktail, and uh, I'm a big fan also to Rob Roy, if I need to say, three really classic, which I liked, yes. I'm also a big fan of uh, pubs and beer, you know, because when you work in a cocktail bar, maybe you don't want to go in a, in a cocktail bar in your free time, you know? So yeah. I prefer uh, meet up in a pub, having a beer, you know, enjoying some pizza and uh, relax.
0: You're making me jealous. I miss I miss British beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. me too, actually, me too.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, well, we'll wrap up very soon, but I just have uh, maybe one more question to end with. Yeah, of course. So um, a lot of the things we're going to be talking about on the podcast, on the website, Astronomer lifestyle. It's going to be how to design a cocktail menu and sort of the ways to to get inspiration and how to push it forward. So maybe if we can get some of your top tips for bartenders or bar managers out there who want to create a menu. Yeah, obviously when you create a menu, I mean,
2: our key point is just to understand where are you going to work? When I say where is the city? You know, uh, maybe in the in the in the environment. No, you know, you can't create the same cocktail menu for a street bar or rather than a hotel bar. You know, because obviously you have different guests, you, different expectation. So this is very important um, uh, to us. Uh, it, it, it to us is the main uh, big problem. When I say problem is. Uh, sometimes it's difficult to understand what the guests are asking for you know uh, we just finished a project in a 5 star hotel in uh, Geneva, Switzerland Brilliant. so obviously there is not the best place uh, where you can promote octopus milk <laughs> you know uh, so this is the, the the key point you need bartenders needs to understand yeah I believe. Sure. I, I believe i believe i believe i okay. believe um, so yes
0: brilliant and um just one more as well how about when uh, when you make ingredients because you do a lot of homemade stuff right what's your kind of uh, your ideas behind that when do you get the inspiration and how do you put it into the menu
2: well, we always, uh, when we find some ingredients, we always try to you know, to, u- to use the same ingredients in many different ways. So, I don't know, maybe we pick up a flower which we like, you know, maybe we try to distill, we try to make a syrup, we try to make a foam out of it. Out of it. And so, in the best expression of the ingredients, we try to use in our drinks. It's, from there, you build uh, a cocktail behind of it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Do you start with the ingredient first or the spirit? Uh, depends.
2: Depends. Usually, is, is ingredients.
0: Okay.
2: Is ingredients. Brilliant. But you know, it's it's always depending of uh, of what you have. Let's say, but especially depends. I mean, especially using ingredients as a main, and then we try to balance with the uh, liquor spirits, So.
0: Fantastic, well we'll wrap up then and uh, for people who want to see your work uh, can you give us some information which websites we need to go to?
2: Yeah, basically the best is to follow our um, Instagram page which is uh, Hospitality Gourmet Uh, and then uh, a website is coming we're working on it but right now the best if you want to see what we do or what we create is yes, definitely Instagram or Facebook.
0: Perfect. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Uh, for the audience listening, all of this will be in the show notes and uh, good luck for this year. Good luck with the cocktail bar. Yes. We're looking forward to seeing it, man. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you very much and bye, everyone.